Well, welcome and good day, everyone, uh, or good evening, whichever that might be for you guys when you are tuning in. Um, we, of course, are so glad you guys are here with us again this week, uh, continuing in our series, God Is, mm -hmm. um, which so far has been really, really good. Um, but before we uh, dive into that, uh, we're just going to do a little catch up here. Okay. So how's it going, Dave? How, how's the week been? It's been good. The weather gets warmer. I don't know. Everything gets better. That's just how it works. And then on the weekend, we got to spend some time heading out. We're at Bass Pro. Yes. And wandering down and at Zeal Burger for lunch, and Cheesecake Factory for dessert. It was just good. It, it was. was a good it day. Was. It Especially was. Especially if you're into food, then yeah. Yeah. That's a good combo. <laughs> yeah. No, it was good. And I went on a road trip. And so, yeah, it's been good. It's been a good week. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, certainly certainly good. That was a very highlight of the weekend. Um, those wonderful things we get to do, of course, as a life group. Yeah. Uh, getting to uh, just kind of fellowship and do things together um, and hitting a little bit of each of us, what each of us, I guess, enjoys. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it made for a really good day, fun day. Of course, never been to Cheesecake Factory, never been to Zeal Burger, so experiencing those for the first time was... Yeah. Uh, was really good, very enjoyable, and I certainly recommend that to anybody who yeah. might want to check those out. Definitely go and do that. Um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a good week, uh, tough week with the passing of uh, uh, Grandpa. Yes, um, but we uh, were able to you know have that time and just uh, kind of grieve that loss and uh, say our goodbyes and uh, then kind of move on to knowing he's in a much better place, um, with of course no pain and and none of the ailments that he had when he was here. And so just taking comfort in that and, uh, again, having the support of uh, family um, and, uh, and just the you know, support of, our ch of church has been excellent. So, yeah, it's been, it was good. It was good. It uh, really kind of tied the week together really well. Well, and when someone gets towards the end of their life and it's actually there's pain and discomfort and uh, maybe, you know, Alzheimer's, those kinds of things. Yep. Then suddenly it's more of a release and you know they're in a better place because they weren't doing really well at the end anyway. Yeah. Yep. And so there's more of a gratitude about that as opposed to someone who gets taken quickly when they were doing really well. And then it's, oh, I can't believe we're going to miss them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, at the end, it's, we're thankful for the, like the, the release from all the suffering. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, as that continues to, you know, they, they have that really slow decline. It, it's certainly yeah. hard to watch. It takes a lot of an emotional toll. It does. And so, again, being able to, yeah, pass and know that he's gone to that place where uh, he can just, uh, you know, be free of all the ailments. Um, yeah. Certainly. Take, I, I probably personally take comfort in that and knowing that. And yeah. uh, for me, that helps the, that grieving process to move along mm -hmm. um, because I know, yeah, he's in a much better place. Yep. So let us know, guys, what that might be for you, um, yeah. how your week has been. Um, maybe, you, again, maybe you had something fun and exciting like we did as a life group, uh, getting to go out and enjoy and fellowship together. And maybe it was something hard or maybe something, you know, you may need some prayer for. Um, but please let us know in the chat. Um, and, of course, we will get back to you um, as soon as we can. Fellowship. Fellowship. There's a churchy word right there. Yeah. We got that fellowship. <laughs> It's like fellows in a ship. That's I was we just going to say, we that's, were like fellows that, in a ship. That's where we were. It was, it was, it was, we were warriors. in the car. We were the warriors, the warriors on a road trip, man. Come on. Fellowshipping. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, continuing in our message series, uh, God is. And uh, for me, I know this has been a really big message series. Um, and we've had, of course, Craig now twice and two other uh speakers as well which has been really really good again bringing a different perspective 
into those areas of what God is. And so that's been really good. And if you haven't had a chance to watch maybe this message or even the rest of the messages, even in this series, mm -hmm. um, we have them all posted, of course, on our YouTube channel at lifenorth.church. And you guys can go back, check all that stuff out yeah. and uh, get caught up and then dive right into these questions that we are in mm -hmm. right now. So the message title today kind of spooked me. You may be a little bit nervous, I guess, when I uh, when he first gave it to us and I read it. Um, so the title today is The Message You Don't Want to Hear. And I'm like, wow, this is, uh, I don't know, maybe I don't want to hear this yeah. one. This was uh, almost almost intimidating, thinking about what that looks like. What this, is it? You don't want to hear. Yeah. So Craig dived into uh, what, it, what it means to be like the holiness of God. Like, what does that look like? And maybe even how we perceive some of what God's holiness is. Yeah. Um, I like that Craig had said, you know, um, about that we tend to loosely use the word holy. Yeah. That we tend to throw it onto things that, of course, aren't holy or have no relevance to being holy. Um, but really, what Craig was describing when he talks about holy is that it means to be a cut above or set apart. Um, and so, so that, that idea of, you know, this is the line, but then holy is that step up. Yeah. Um, and so I thought that was kind of interesting. And he used that great image of the um, good dishes. Yes. Which I really loved, right? Because growing up in my house, we actually did have special dishes for mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. special occasions with the family. And they only came out then other than that, they were stored away carefully. Yep. They were always washed by hand afterwards. Yep. Right. And so holiness set apart, special, elevated. Um, that really resonated for me when he gave that example. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things that, uh, yeah, I think a lot of us can relate to maybe mm -hmm. something special like that or something that's special to, you know, a parent of ours or yeah. a grandparent that was, uh, they took a lot of pride in and making sure it was kept very well and yeah. very, you know, and, and very special. So, yeah, I, I can relate to the dishes. It was an excellent, excellent way he uh, described that for sure. Um, I, of course, like the reminder that our God was is and is to come or will be. Mm -hmm. So that idea of that God's been there in the past, he's with us right now, and he'll be there in the future. Right. I, I, I like that idea. Um, again, I think, I know I, I lose sight of that sometimes. Sometimes I miss God in the now. Yeah. I, I've seen him in the past, but I miss him in the now. And then the future is kind of like, yeah, God should be there. He, he should be there for me, right? And, and you think about that, but I think we lose touch with he's always with us through all stages, of course, of yeah. our lives. Yeah. Um, because, of course, he talked about uh, because God is holy, that we can trust him and we can cast our worries uh, on him. And, and thinking about kind of trusting God. And because he's holy, we can trust him because he's set apart. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like that because, again, I think we lose sight of that trust that God's there. He's holy. He's set above. We can trust him because he's always there. Yeah. So I, I did quite like that. Because the things that we do wrong that make us not trust each other, mm -hmm. God doesn't do. Exactly, exactly. He doesn't do wrong things. He is holy. He always gets it right. Therefore, yeah, we can trust him because he always gets it right. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and then again, he, Craig, of course, wrapped it up really well. Um, I, I felt with that we, we tend to forget or lose sight that, you know, when God asks us or prompts us, mm -hmm. um, that we need to say, yes, send me, I, I'm willing to go. Yeah. And I think we l lose or miss out on some of those opportunities that we're not maybe listening or, or we forget to listen or we're not paying close enough attention yeah. um, to the things around us that God has us 
here to do and asked us, hey, you can go. And like, I have this, right? And so I think, I think again, we, we definitely lose sight of some of that. Well, it's interesting because God always, he asks us, right? He's, do you want to? Who is willing? Yes. And um, even sometimes when he says, like, like with Moses, like, I want you to do this for me. I've got it planned. Moses is like, no, I'm not doing it, right? Yeah. I'm not a good speaker. Well, I, can't, not, I, can't. I, can't, I can't do it. Yeah. Uh, so there's that discussion with God. And God's just asking, like, are you willing? Are you willing mm-hmm. to make yourself available to do the things that I need done? Yep. And for us, that reminder of just like the prophet Isaiah talking yes. in the passage. Yep. Like, yeah, I, send me. I, I will. I'm willing to do what you need done. Yep. Yeah, I think it just it emphasizes that, especially through the passages in Isaiah about kind of where he was, how he was feeling, and knowing that, you know, he still isn't perfect and that, that yeah. he, he did have, you know, sin and things that he needed to uh, repent for. But then it was like that that, that switch of, okay, uh, that, that's done and gone. Send me. I'm, I'm now ready and willing yeah. to go. Yeah, almost in response, right? Because he's like, my lips are unclean. I'm, I'm not holy. God, you are holy. This is not good. Yep. And then God's saying, no, I, I'll look after that. I'll make you holy, right? Touching the cold. Yeah. And then because, God, you've done that for me, yeah, of course I want to do something for you. What, yep. what, what do you need? I'll do it. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, it was a great, great way to, I, yeah, I think really to tie this message together about yeah. uh, holiness. Um, so, we'll uh, dive into a scripture here um, from Psalms uh, 35, verse 10. Mm. Um, with every bone in my body, I will praise him. Lord, who can compare with you? Who else uh, rescues the helpless from the strong? Who else protects the helpless and poor from those who rob them? Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's, again, a very strong passage about, you know, we can trust God. Yeah. He's set apart. He's always there. He doesn't lie. He doesn't, you know, accuse us. He doesn't do things like that. And we can trust him because he's there to uh, carry us through. Yeah. So with this ideal of holiness, mm-hmm. we'll dive into these questions. So what do you think uh, kind of comes to mind when you think about holiness? What does that kind of look like? Interesting, right? Craig kind of started that way, unpacking like what comes to mind with that. And sometimes I have things like cartoon phrases like holy moly. Yes. That comes to mind. And other times I'm picturing like monks in a monastery somewhere, like they're off doing their thing in the corner and they're holy. Yep. Um, But I think I would most often go with what Craig talks about when uh, holier than thou, or you know that phrase like... Mm. um, they're so holy, they're no earthly good. Like there's this yep. disconnect, like holy is a bad thing yep. and something to be concerned about. So often that's where my thinking has gone, especially in the past with that word holiness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about for you? Yeah, I, I kind of, the same kind of idea. Yeah, you think about like, for me anyway, like holy, you think about, you know, like the, the super high priest or the super, you know, those really yeah. more figure person. Oh, they must be really holy because they're like, you know, much closer, but, yeah. but really like it, it, it's, it, it's like the wrong perspective of, mm. of like, you know, that, that holiness or as, yeah, as you said, like the holier than thou, those people, the holy rollers, people who seem to be almost like self-righteous that I'm better than you, yeah. but not really, but, but not better. Like it, it's, it's a, it's a weird yeah. way to put it. Um, so they're not nice people, even though they claim to be better than you. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, I follow all the rules. I don't do this. I don't. And then like, yeah, this whole, I'm better than you and I don't do wrong, but yeah. And yet we think, oh, they must be holy because well, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're perceived to be these people who walk 
perfectly and they're just right yeah and I, yeah for some reason that seems to be the thing that pops up a lot well and it, it struck me when Craig was talking about this when he's talking about holiness holiness means set apart or different yes and God is holy he's set apart from like everything and all of creation mm -hmm. and that that means that his attributes are all holy like mm -hmm. his purity, his forgiveness, his love, his mercy, his justice, they're all set apart mm -hmm. and they're all perfect. Yep. And I think oftentimes, even for myself in the church, uh, when I'm leading, the holiness I default to is he's set apart when it comes to his perfection or mm -hmm. his justice yep. or his, you know, like he doesn't sin, right? He's, he's pure. Yep. And I forget that it also means he's set apart in terms of his love. And his mm. mercy yep. and his grace. And that he does those things perfectly. Yep. And uh, when Craig was talking about it, it just kind of struck me that it's funny that I only think of part of the holiness, but not all of God mm -hmm. when it comes to holiness. Mm -hmm. And I've got my own hangups, as it were, when it comes to this word. Yep. And Craig emphasized like holy, 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 that emphasis is only said about God's holiness. It's not about love, 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 or nope. mercy, mercy, mercy. It's only the fact that he's... He's so distinct from us. Yeah, so set apart. Yeah. But to think that that distinctness means he's so set apart in how he loves mm. and how he forgives us. Like he's yeah. so different than us when he does those things. Yeah. That's just a new way of thinking of God's holiness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that really opens up the the idea. Because yeah, I think, I think, I know for me and probably a lot of us that we default to that. And I think we forget about that holiness of he's set apart in how he provides grace, provides mercy. And shows us those things. And then I'm like, well, I do those things, but I don't do them perfectly. Yeah. Right? And so I that that doesn't make me set apart. So that I like, you know, like you're not, like I'm doing the right things, but I'm not like holy like God's holy. Like yeah. the way he is is with mercy, with grace, and how he is, is there, right? And I, I think, yeah, I, I kind of struck a chord. But it's funny, right? Because I don't know if it's the same for you, but the part that I usually think of with holiness is only the purity part. It's mm -hmm. only God never makes a mistake. Yep. He never does anything wrong. Yep. And that's the part that we need to be concerned about because we do all the time. Yes. And I, I'm only thinking about just that little bit of God being distinct or other. Mm -hmm. Not not everything. Yeah. 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 The purity part, I think, is probably the one that I most of us probably focus on is that, that, whole, that, that purity that he's pure and he's perfect. Yeah. And then we forget about all the other attributes that God has and what he's all about. And we, and we miss the bigger the bigger picture of what holiness is yeah. to God. So when Isaiah comes before God and he's like, I'm a man of unclean lips, like, woe is me, I'm in trouble because you're holy and I'm not. Yeah. He's thinking like, I say things that tear people down and I say things that dishonor God and yeah. I, like I'm doing things that are not loving and I'm doing things mm -hmm. that are not merciful in the way I talk. And God, you're always that way. So this yeah. is, this is not good. Yeah. It's not just that, um, you know, I slander people all the time. It's also, I don't do the really good things that God wants yes, us to do. Yes, yes, And I thought that was very interesting that um, Isaiah is speaking about my, my lips are impure and he's a prophet. Like this is a guy yeah. who speaks on behalf of God, yeah. right? And to have a guy in, I would say, in that kind of a... Uh, a role? A role, yeah, yeah. Where, where he's been given that as a prophet. It, it's interesting yeah. to see him confessing that and but really showing that no, I'm still a person. I'm still human. I yeah. still make mistakes. I come up short. Even though I'm here on behalf and speaking on behalf of God, yeah. I, I'm still not. You know, I'm not perfect. Yeah. 
And so I, to me, that brings that real, the real realness of we're all just, we're all just people. We're not, yes. we're, we aren't perfect. Yeah. And uh, we, we need to accept that we're not perfect, but continuing to work on ourselves, to better ourselves, to make us more like God. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay that we don't come up to the perfection standard. God knows that. Yeah. And even if even the guy he chose as a prophet can't do it, then he's not expecting it of us. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, so with this message, and of course, Craig really was got quite in depth with a few areas in it. Did. Um, was there a part that was very impactful for you? I think the part we're talking about and me wrapping my head around God's holiness, encompassing all of his attributes. Mm. And that when I come up short and I'm not holy, it doesn't mean that I missed a purity standard. It also means I missed a loving standard and a mercy mm. standard and a forgiveness standard and a selflessness standard mm. um, and a serving standard, like yep. everything. Yep. Everything, yeah. And I think that's really, it's still, I'm still wrestling with that because that was so meaningful for me. Mm-hmm. That when we come before God and he's like, you know, Moses at the burning bush. Yes. Like, take off your shoes. This is holy ground. It means it's set apart for a place where all of those things that God is, all of them are there. Mm-hmm. And not just the purity piece that I get stuck on. Yep, yep. And so um, that was so good mm-hmm. and really challenging me. Like, yeah, God is, he's perfect and holy in all of those good ways. Yes. And that's, that's why I love the fact that we have a God who is perfect in his love and is perfect in his mercy. Mm-hmm. How amazing is that? Exactly. That that's who exactly. our God is. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, it's a big concept to think about it in looking at all the attributes of God's holiness and then, yeah, trying to look at, you know, it's not just one piece. It's not just the one. Which, yeah, it's it, that's certainly, yeah, that's a lot to unpack. So right. think, yeah, we'll have to expand on a little further, right? That. Have to continue to expand right. on that and, and, and talk about that. And of course, that's what life groups are all about is we get to expand yeah. on these and really dive a little bit deeper into these each week because there is points like this where it really starts stirring something in you that you really want to dive into more yeah. and just unpack it better. Yeah. Um, for me, I think was just, just that realization that, you know, Isaiah wasn't perfect. Mm. And, and, you know, proclaiming that, you know, my, my lips are sinful and that I'm around people with sinful lips that I, I, I'm around, uh, you know, not the, not perfect people. And I think for me, it's like, I tend to set that bar really high on wanting to be, you know, that, that perfect, unsinful, yeah. even to that, you know, I want, I want to be holy. I want to have that. Right. Yeah. And I think I, I set the bar too high and I think I, it gets to the point so high that it's almost unachievable. Where, where it's like, it, it's... Because well, it is, right? Yeah, it's like, it's unachievable. But then do you find the temptation then, because I set the bar so high, is I have to fake it then. I've got to pretend. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think we can default to that. that where that becomes a temptation, right? I got to like... Yeah. I got to fake, which again is another thing taking you away from being perfect. <laughs> it is, it is. But we so desperately want to do it right before God yep. that maybe takes us that way. It does, it does. And so, yeah, that... that realization and that and that uh, knowing that even though he's a prophet he's speaking on god's behalf yeah. he recognized he wasn't perfect yeah. and i think for me that's just i need to to recognize i'm not perfect but if i can build on you know on my on everything each day to get more like god and and you know working on that loving better yeah. and showing mercy and grace better yeah. and you know continuing to work on those areas in my life 
I think for me, that's really that realization that it's okay to accept that I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. Even though I want to be perfect, just accepting the fact that I'm not perfect, but God knows that's okay that I'm not. And kind of holding on to that and realizing and, and really taking that look at it as I'm not perfect, God's okay with that, but I'm going to keep pushing forward to be better. Yeah. I think for me is the is that turning point. Yeah, that's really good. So what might that be for you guys? I know that's a fairly deep uh, you know, question as this message is fairly deep. Um, but yeah, if there's something that really struck a chord or was very impactful for you, please let us know in the chat. Uh, we would love to hear kind of what you guys are thinking. What, what does that look like for you? Uh-huh. Um, and of course, we'll get back to you as uh, soon as we can. So our, uh, we're going to dive into uh, just another little scripture here from Exodus 15.11. So, who among the gods is like you, Lord? Who is like you, majestic in holiness? Yeah. Which again, we're again continuing to build on that holiness of what, what who else is like God, right? So, how often do you think um, of God as holy, and how does God's holiness impact your view of Him? Um, I don't think I thought about God's holiness as much because, again, I often confine it just to His purity, and I'm aware of that, and it comes up, but it's not something you want to dwell on because then you feel so bad because you're not pure, right? Mm, yes. So it's not something I was thinking about a lot. Um, when it comes to his holiness. But when I start thinking about, but his holiness is also, as we talked about, let's say his mercy. Yep. And how his mercy is so set apart from our mercy. It's oh, so yes. different. Yeah. And that I struggle to be merciful and God's like, no, I just pours it out. Actually, I think about his holiness a lot because I think about how he is different. He is set apart from mm, us. Yes. He's, he's not the same. Yep. And so when that scripture talks about like, um, the term there for God's is Elohim. It's like spiritual beings like, who is there out of all the spiritual beings who's like God? Like, there's no one. Yeah. Like, he is unique in how good he is about all of these different things. Yeah. So I wasn't thinking about it in terms of the word holiness. Yeah. But in terms of God being different and so set apart from us, mm. I think I think about that a lot. Mm-hmm. It comes mm-hmm. up for me a lot. Yeah, I, I can't say I think about, like, God's holiness a lot. So everything that encompasses what... God's holiness is. I think it's more, yeah, those, those few areas where I think tend to focus on more than kind of that bigger picture of what, you know, God's holiness is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I know for me, I default to the, that, that mercy, that grace, yeah. I, I default to those as that's his holiness. And that's kind of what I tend to lean towards, okay. um, as what, you know, God's holiness is, and then kind of forget the rest. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I really like that you know, Craig brought in a lot. No, there's more to what God's holiness is because he's set apart. There's more to it. And thinking about, you know, we can trust God because he is holy. He's not, doesn't lie, doesn't cheat, doesn't steal. Like in bringing in, you know, no, you can really like really trust him because again, trusting people here on earth is very different in how we trust people. And well, maybe there's a different level of trust and And, and thinking that, you know, we can trust God completely without a thought. We can just trust him in everything um, is a big thought. It's like, that's that's a lot to think about. Like, there's, there's a lot of spaces and places you can be trusting, but trusting God with everything, it's like, it's big. He doesn't do anything wrong. No. And, and it's not, a, you know, God doesn't do anything wrong, so you should be terrible. It's the flip side. God doesn't do anything wrong, so 
man, you can trust him with everything. Yeah, exactly. That's a beautiful thought. And, and I love, right? It just take a different perspective on the exact same thought. <laughs> it's, it's amazing what, yeah, that, and of course we've talked about perspective yeah. uh, before, but that perspective shift on the same thing can really change how you view God, people around you. Like it, it can really shift yeah. how, how you look at, how you look at stuff. Um, so to think of God's holiness as being like, how amazing is God's holiness? That's a fantastic thing. Yep. Where oftentimes it's like, I don't know how I feel with that. It's kind yep. of something I'm not sure I can wrap my head around. And so, yep. yeah, yeah, God's holy. Yeah. But yeah, thinking, you know, kind of changing that view for me now, like what does his holiness change that view of him now? Yeah. And in thinking about everything that kind of Craig was talking about, and it's like, it really is. He's just really set apart and he's meant to be set apart. And we need to focus just on him as a whole yeah. holiness and so I, I really enjoyed that it was oh man it's again it's just it's a lot to process it's a lot to dive into and certainly it is want to continue to unpack more of this because that idea of holiness is just we're just scratching the surface and we are and it's not a word we use a lot and it's a word as we said at the beginning that's been applied to all kinds of things that yep. we think are negative yep um, and are not positive but when you really get to what does this mean and what does it mean about God? Mm -hmm. It is very mm -hmm. impactful. Yes. And so I'm so glad that Craig took one of this as the attributes to talk about yep. and to get us thinking about more rather than shying away because it is hard. It is. It is. It right. is a hard topic. So he gives the topic like this is the message you might not want to hear. Like you need to brace yourself because this is not typical in terms of what we talk about. No. And yet how relevant it is and how important it is yep. for us. Yeah. Yeah, I like that idea of, yeah, this is like, this is the message you may not want to hear, but you need to hear, you need to, hear it. to really unpack what holiness really is. Well, and then because God is perfect in all of these good ways, um, yeah, when I reflect on me, it's like, whoa, I do come up short. As much <laughs> as I want to hit that standard for God, I do come up really short. Yep. And now what? Now I have to face that. Yep. And thankfully, God has already proactively said, I'll make a way for you. Mm. So it's okay that you can face it because I've sent my son, I've come after you to make it right, yep. to atone for yep. you, to, to account for your sin, to make sure you're forgiven. And so God is so good that not only does he point out all of the stuff that here's the standard and you don't meet it, but he's like, I'm going to help you. Mm -hmm. I'm not mm -hmm. going to leave you abandoned and feeling terrible about yourself because yep. I'm a mess in all this. Instead, he's like, nah, let me lift you up. Yep. That's beautiful. Yep, it is. It is that. Yeah, it's it's it certainly is amazing. And yeah, if you guys haven't watched this, uh, you know this message yet, please check it out. There is, of course, as we've said, there's a lot to unpack, and there's a lot more in that message um, that certainly you will get out of. Yeah. Um, so please head over to our YouTube channel, Life North Tower Church. Get into this series. They just keep building. I feel they keep building on each other yeah. as it's moving forward. So. Um, start from the beginning, watch through, and uh, again, you can get all our talk it overs as well that follow each of these message series. So uh, yeah, it's been good. Yeah. So man, we fly through these things so quick. Yeah, Holy cow. So, but I do want to let you guys know that uh, Dave actually has oh another podcast. So yes, right. Kind of. I'll let Dave take this here and just give you a little rundown of what uh, that's all about. Yeah. Well, if you're wanting to take some next steps in your life and to grow. Um, one of the things that I'm passionate about is to help people be inspired and then be supported to move forward in your life. Mm. That's what God desires and become the person that God wants you to be. And so 
yeah, started a podcast called I Believe in You because I want to come alongside and believe in people that you can change. And with God, your life can be different, which means you can make a difference in our world. Yep. And so if that's something that you're interested in, you can check out Dave Slomka's I Believe in You uh, as a podcast or on YouTube. It's available. And uh, I hope that's a support and a help for you as you're trying to take steps to move forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, excellent podcast. So yeah, check it out. Um, and yeah, it just kind of coincides with lots of what's going on in the world and just trying to, you know, help make you just get a little bit better. Yeah. Work on those work on those areas. And of course, as we do each and every week, we of course want to thank the tech team, of course, behind us, uh, of making this, of course, all happen, putting it together and getting it posted. So we want to thank you guys so, so much for doing that. Yeah. Um, and again, we want to thank you guys for joining in mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, being a part of this Talk It Over. Um, because again, it's a great way to start unpacking some of this. Yep. Um, and again, next step for that is of course a life group. So feel free uh, to start one. You, two friends can get one of these going yep. and start a group and really dive even deeper into these questions um, and you know get again more perspective um, from each and every each of these each and every week. And again, we want to remember whoever finds God finds life. life.